This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. A special edition of the Black and Blue Report. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to our coverage here on the official podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans and greetings today from Foxborough, Massachusetts, where the Saints and the Patriots began their joint practices today. Warm conditions, 86 degrees by the end of practice, lots of sunshine, but man, what a fun practice to watch as these two teams work so well together. Hi again, everybody. I'm Sean Kelly. John DeShazer alongside our podcast today is brought to you by ABC Insurance Agencies. ABC Insurance, a better choice for insurance. My friend, we've got great guests today. We'll talk about those in a moment. But I thoroughly enjoyed watching football today between the Saints and the Patriots. Well, we've got two franchises that understand how to operate in the same sandbox and yet get competitive work done. Um, Yeah, really competitive periods during this practice. We saw plays made by both teams. Uh, Again, the Saints defense, I don't know how many ways or times we can say this, but this unit looks like they're ready for a nice-sized jump from last year. That's comparatively speaking, I guess. I mean, even Coach Payton said, look, when you're last and next to last in scoring defense and, and, and total defense and yards, then, yeah, there's nowhere to go but up. And yet they look like they're really on the way up, especially some of these young corners. Uh, you have to be impressed. And defensive tackle Sheldon Rankins, a rookie, um, made a nice play today. So, you know, we keep saying how wonderful this defense looks. It continues to look that way even today against Tom Brady and the Patriots. They had takeaways. I don't remember that in the joint practices last year. Devontae Harris had one of them. Well, Devontae Harris is one of those young corners. He and Ken Crawley, two guys who look like they have a really good chance of sticking on this team, especially if they can play special teams. They're going to have to contribute on special teams, but they look like they're ready to cover wide receivers in the NFL, and it's a hard thing to do. Uh, So, yeah, you love the intensity. You love everything they were able to get out of this practice. Uh, It's just really nice to see. And offensively, yeah, you you mentioned, uh, well, first let me revert to defensively. Yeah, Yeah, they didn't get any takeaways last year against New England. (laughs) Not a single one that I can recall. And Tom Brady had a field day against this team at the Greenbrier last year. Not so this year. And, And then offensively, the Saints were able to make some plays, especially their ones and especially Drew Brees and Brandon Cooks. We knew Drew Brees was not going to sit on that Saturday performance where he had the four interceptions. Nothing close to that today against New England secondary. looked a lot better, and we expected him to bounce back because that's what he does. All right, give me a couple of uh, stars of the day, if you will. I, you, know, you mentioned Rankins and Harris. Who else showed well in what seemed to be a, a lengthy practice with lots of different things to watch? Well, Brandon Coleman looked really good at wide receiver. Um, he looks like whatever was – you know, the problem earlier in camp, and not, not to say it was a detriment, a horrible problem, but whatever it was, he made some catches today. He made some plays today, so you have to take note of that. Um, defensively, we've already mentioned um, Devontae Harris and, and Ken Crawley, but I think also that P.J. Uh, Williams continues to look very, very, very good when he's on the field. Uh, we mentioned Rankins, but we have to take note that he in, ends up intercepting the screen pass from Tom Brady, probably his highlight of training camp so far. So, you know, those things kind of jump out at you. It also jumps out that, 
you know, Andrews Pete continues to be a versatile part of this offensive line. He's played every position on this line except center, and who knows, maybe he'd play that in a, in a pinch if it came to it because, he, you know, today he shifted and he moved to right guard when on the drills that Teron Armstead was in at left tackle, but then when they went a little bit more live and Teron Armstead was held out of the contact, Pete goes back to left tackle. So, again, his versatility is going to be huge for the Saints this season. And I think a guy who had to jump out a little bit off the page was Drew Brees just from the simple standpoint of, he did not have a good performance on Saturday. He was pretty ticked about it, and when he's ticked, he usually shows up big the next practice. One more thing. I saw you eyeballing that Brandon Cooks-Malcolm-Butler matchup, which went head-to-head quite a few times today. Well, when you're talking about the Saints' number one receiver and one of the best defensive backs in the, in the league in Malcolm Butler, a Louisiana kid, you're talking about a really nice matchup. And, you know, there were a couple where they kind of, you know, maybe they evened off where Butler got one and Coleman got – and, and uh, excuse me, Brandon Cooks got one. So, you know, the, and they kind of let each other know, hey, I'm, I'm here and I'm going to be here all day. So you like to see that competitiveness. That's what you want to get out of these practices. You don't want to get a fight. You don't want to get unnecessary penalties. You want that kind of competitiveness when your ones are going against their ones, and you especially like it when your ones win, and Brandon Cooks had his share of wins today. Nice report. Thank you, sir. Anytime, my friend. John DeShazer, NewOrleansSaints.com with us here on the Black and Blue Report. Also today, we're going to hear from the voice of the New England Patriots. That's Bob Soshi. He's our first guest. This being my fourth year covering the Pats where we've gotten accustomed to these joint practices and I would say the Patriots and Saints have as good if not a better relationship as anybody else. And I can't believe it took us so long to get him but we finally got Zach Streif and boy he had a lot of great things to say about today's joint practice too. Well it's certainly look it's good to see somebody else and to work somebody else and you do you get you get tired. I'm sick of Cam Jordan you know and uh, we spent a lot of time with each other and it's good to get somebody else you know, across the ball and, and to work your techniques against different stuff. So there you have it. Stay with us. We'll talk to Bob Soshi and Zach Streif after we take this first time out. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious chunky chicken and sausage gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com today. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. Hardwood, hardball, and hard knocks. This is the Black and Blue Report. Well, we say good afternoon to Zach Streif, and I'm wondering why it's taken so long for you and I to have a conversation this training camp. This has got to be some record that I haven't pulled you aside and, and begged and pleaded for your, your time and your thoughts, Zach. I'm clearly old news at this point. You know, it's, <laughs> I'm old and stale, and nobody wants to hear me anymore. 86 degrees in Foxborough today. How did it feel? It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, man, what a 
What a cool atmosphere. I mean, you know, if I'm at, look, I've been here before and I knew what to expect, but man, if you're a young player and you come up here and you got Tom Brady and Gronkowski and all these fans and the music and these two beautiful fields and the Patriots, I mean, it's like, how, how, how special does it get to be, to be a professional football player? So yeah, it was a cool day. Is it cliche to say that this came at like the right time in training camp? Well, it's certainly, look, it's good to see somebody else and to work somebody else and, um, you do, you get, you get tired. Of, I'm sick of Cam Jordan, you know, and uh, who had a baby girl uh, yes. recently, so congratulations to him. But, yeah, you know, we spent a lot of time with each other, and uh, it's good to get somebody else, you know, across the ball and, and to work your techniques against different stuff. Why do these two teams practice so well together? I think you have two coaches that have very similar mindsets. Um, I think that they both put teams out. They're trying look, I think both of us are trying to – compete the right way, do the right thing, take care of each other as though we're teammates, you know? And, look, there's a lot of joint practices that end in melees, and it just feels like there's a certain amount of respect uh, with the guys across the ball from you, and yet you can go hard. And, it, look, it's, they practice the right way, and I think we practice the right way, and it's a, it's a good match for us. Okay, Zach, albeit a small sample size, and there's another practice tomorrow and a game on Thursday, but what did it at least today tell you about where your team is right now? Well, look – we have a long way to go, you know, and, and yet I think we competed a lot better than we did last year, and I think that uh, guys are showing the effort that you're looking for, you know, and um, it's hard. To, it's always hard to tell standing on the sideline and watching, but, look, our defense came up with a big big play in two minutes. You know, we drove down and scored a couple times. You know, good situations that, you know, those that situational football is invaluable to us, and uh, I think we, we made some plays at the end there, and, you know, we'll look at the tape, but but I feel good about how this team works and, and how this team practices, and, you know, it gives you a chance. That defensive front for the Patriots, they're no slouches, are they? No, that's a good front. <laughs> um, talented group. Look, it's one of the best defenses in the league every year, and, and they play some unique stuff and, and give you some uh, some looks that, you know, aren't super normal, you know, and, and yeah. cause it, make us adjust a little bit. And uh, But, look, coming out and practicing against that defense and, and that front and the way they play with technique is really good for us, and we'll take a lot out of this. Let me ask you this, because there's been a lot of talk about the defense looking, the Saints defense looking better, mm-hmm. um, that they've you know had some quote-unquote wins and practices and all that. If you could be objective from the offensive side of the football, would you say that that, that, that is justified? And at the same time, has the offense gotten their just due yet in this camp? I've asked for some recounts on some of those drills. Um, yeah, look, I, this is this is what's good. It's been super competitive, okay. you know, and we haven't had a day not come down to the last play or two. And um, look, our defense has made some plays, you know, and then that's a, that's you know good for them and a testament to them. And yet, you know, as an offense, we felt like you know we've done some good things too, and yet haven't come out uh, on the right side of some of these. But uh, look, it's it's encouraging. It's it's competition, and it's really what's been preached this year is is to go out and compete with each other. Um, but yeah, I. I I, uh, I'm asking for some recounts. Fair enough. Last thing. The Morstead to Streif combination, as we saw today, on I don't know if that was a fire or a planned play call, will there be T-shirts made for that touchdown connection? There should be. I think there's plenty of people making fun of me because I, uh, I, didn't, I didn't catch the one in the game, although I'd like a review of how that happened. Uh, I feel like I got held on that play. But, uh, no, it, look, it was fun. It was just a – look, it was a pre-called fire so we're simulating a situation that the snap is bad, and I don't think they were really ready for it, and I'm just glad I didn't embarrass myself in front of all these people. You, you said there was a touchdown leap. 
can we quantify as to what maybe would be anything, able to be slid underneath your cleats anything, in such a play? Anything that clears the top of the grass is considered a jump for me. So I think I just made it. And I only had one. I couldn't do the second one. I was exhausted. Thanks again. Always, always, always enjoy it. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Stay with us. Bob Sochi, voice of the Patriots, right after this. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Take flight with your New Orleans Pelicans and have an amazing game night group experience that you can customize to meet your group's needs. Bring your family, friends, or coworkers, and we'll bring the fun. Make lasting memories while you sit back and enjoy the excitement of watching the world's best athletes and ask how you can be a part of the action on center court. For more information and to book your group night, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of options. But Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly. Not only do I get, get to watch the Saints and Patriots practice today here in Foxborough, but I get the privilege of doing so, at least for the short time, with the voice of the Patriots himself, Bob Sosie. Good, good to see you, Bob. Good to see you again, Sean. Glad that it's year number two in a row for us with the Patriots and Saints, and welcome to Foxborough. Thank you. This is incredible. What a great setup you all have here. Yeah, it really is a, a great facility in that the Patriots can stay right here at Gillette Stadium. They've got the indoor facility right next to the practice fields. The soccer team, the New England Revolution, of course, housed here as well. So for New England sports fans, this has really become a central place this time of the year. As you can see, another great crowd here today. We've become accustomed to these turnouts thus far, this training camp in the neighborhood, if not exceeding 20,000. That's incredible. I mean, the, the, a pedestrian crowd would be, what, 15? We wouldn't be able to, at our facility back in Metairie, Louisiana, we wouldn't be able to have that kind of a number. I, this has got to be a lift for the players to have this on some of these these middle-of-the-camp dog days of practice. No question about it, and players have talked about that, and they've played to it at times. Rob Gronkowski, for example, a week ago during what was rather a flat practice, really energized things by uh, interacting with the crowd he tossed a football into a tent located near the corner of an end zone and after that a bit concerned that he might have thrown that football into that crowd a bit too hard he went over and started high-fiving everybody and, and that led to a parade of players martellus bennett followed with a catch and then high fives and then 
a rookie free agent, Bryce Williams, followed with a catch. Went over to that same area, and they all celebrated together, really involving the fans. So they feed off that energy. Certainly these players are under great scrutiny, all of them in the NFL. But I think here in particular, there's such a narrow focus on the Patriots, even in the off, so-called offseason. Bob, these two teams, this isn't the first time they've practiced together. What do you think, in your opinion, is characteristic about the Saints and the Patriots getting together now, it seems, almost on a regular basis during camp? It starts with the two head coaches, as they each have discussed, Bill Belichick and Sean Payton. They've got a great relationship now getting together for the fourth time, of course, in these joint practices. And as we talk at the outset of this conversation, there was a near skirmish on a special teams play vice and a gunner getting into it a little bit but there was restraint whereas in some other settings you see teams really lose composure and then an all-out melee is prone to break out but I think here they get their work done there are two coaches who have great relationships they have great respect for each other and I think a lot of the players that that's certainly true in their case as well when you talk about Tom Brady and Drew Brees just using the quarterback as an example not only accomplished players but guys who are true leaders in every sense out there on the field and that sets the tone for everybody else and you know, you, John, this is a, a regularity for, for us now, my, this being my fourth year covering the Pats where we've gotten accustomed to these joint practices. And I would say the Patriots and Saints have as good, if not a better relationship as anybody else. When you look at the days that these two teams will spend together this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, preseason game on Thursday, which which phase of this week will benefit these two teams the most, in your opinion? Well, I think it's going to be interesting to watch as these two days unfold for the Patriots, the quarterback situation. Obviously, all eyes are on Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo, the number of reps each gets in these joint practices, as well as on Thursday night, and who they go against. In the past couple of years, Bill Belichick, it seems, has placed more of a premium, uh, premium on the joint practices. And we haven't seen a lot of the regulars in the first or second preseason game. Or if we have, it's been very, very limited. I think Brady played nine plays last year in the Superdome in week number two of the preseason. So it's going to be very interesting to me to watch the two quarterbacks, see who gets the bulk of the reps these next couple of days going up against the so-called Saints first-teamers. Yeah. And then who we see on Thursday night, because they got to get Garoppolo ready, of course, for his first NFL start on September 11th in Arizona. But they also have to make sure Brady has as seamless as possible a transition when he resumes his role in early October. What a delicate situation, huh? Oh, absolutely. You know, delicate is, uh, I think, the way a lot of us have uh, treaded around here in, in terms of the deflate gate soccer for 544 days a lot of frustration obviously a lot of anger and outrage across new england and for patriots fans all around and for those of us who cover the team on a regular basis as well i think it, it's something that we've we've had to deal with for so long now and it's it's interesting to me that now the focus is solely on football and it's a welcome change but nonetheless you wish from a patriots perspective obviously that tom brady was out there for more than 12 games in the regular season and the deflate gate had turned out differently it hasn't and so the patriots they deal with circumstances that are unforeseen as well as anybody now they know that there's definition as belichick said at the outset of this camp and they can prepare garoppolo as necessary and also make sure that brady gets his work in too bob soch is our guest one more question for you we mentioned the quarterback storyline obviously help me with my game prep for thursday what are some of the other storylines surrounding the patriots that you're seeing now on a daily basis well i think you look at the two tight ends the addition of martellus bennett and the possibilities there with both him and Rob Gronkowski on the field. But at the same time, you're looking at an offense that has some skilled players coming off injuries, Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, even Gronk toward the end of the year, all dealt with various injuries. In the case of Edelman and Amendola, Julian just came off the pup list. Danny remains on the 
physically unable to perform list. You look at the running back position, there's a competition there. Last year, the Patriots did not run the ball well in part because of the stable of backs. They ran out of guys, frankly, Sean. And also the offensive line. Dante Skarnecki is back out of retirement, 30-plus years under his belt as the offensive line or an assistant coach of the Patriots in some capacity. And there's great optimism about Dante overseeing that unit. They've got to be much better there. And then defensively, you know, they've added some veteran pieces like Chris Long, like Terrence Knight. And there's a lot of confidence here around that defense. They expect this defense, fans here and media alike, to be a very good one this year. Let's hope that on Thursday night, from a Patriots point of view, they don't fall behind 21-0 by the early portion of the second quarter, as was the case last year in the Superdome. Yeah, that'd be better for all of us in that broadcast booth. Good to see you, my friend. Enjoy the heck out of this week. Sean, thanks so much. Welcome to New England. Thank you. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. Want each show delivered right to your iPhone or iPad? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching Black and Blue Report. Well, great stuff today on our Black and Blue Report podcast brought to you by ABC Insurance Agencies. Two very good guests. Zach Streif, of course, Bob Sochi, voice of the New England Patriots. And if you were to say that this was not a fun day of football to be a part of, well, then you, you just don't get it, I guess. This was a tremendous day uh, to enjoy up here in New England, and we can't wait to do it again tomorrow. Same two teams tomorrow. There is a chance of rain in the forecast. It'll be a little bit cooler tomorrow as well and it'll be helmets and shoulder pads in the final day of practice before for both teams prior to that first preseason game we'll have a full practice report tomorrow we'll also bring you uh some of the folks participating in these joint practices like we did today on tomorrow's black and blue report podcast we're also all kind of hanging on uh here uh, hour by hour it seems day by day for that nba schedule to come out perhaps an all-star announcement too Heck, that could happen by the time you uh, you even listen today. So, again, thanks to our guests, including John DeShazer from NewOrleansaints.com. Plenty of coverage on the team's website and your Saints mobile app as well. From Foxborough, I'm Sean Kelly, and good afternoon on the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com.
Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report. Yeah.